1: Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists.
2: You're in the world we're, we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still sleep are
1: right. Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell.
3: Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in for a treat today, and we have a special guest in studio, and that is Sayla Pena, And she is from... Revival Apparel Co. Welcome, Cela. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Cela, <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your Revival Apparel Co.
4: Um, so it's an online shop, and I also have pop-up shops throughout San Jose. Oh, that's great. Um, so I like to do a lot of festivals and uh, craft fairs. Um, but what it is is um, my own fashion line where I um, I create the the treatment of the fabric which is a a reverse tie-dye technique that you call acid wash um so it looks like tie-dye but it's more of a neutral tone
3: and for those of you who cannot see her right now she has on some of her fashion and it is lovely lovely yeah i <laughs> yeah. like i really like it
4: yeah right now i'm wearing a kimono um that is a white and black color um and i also make uh infinity scarves i have one of them here
3: Oh, nice, 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 nice! Yeah,
4: and I make pillows. Anything that has to do with um, the tech, the textile. Um, I I try to apply it to as much as I can. So scarves, headbands, and then ten uh, percent of everything that I sell goes to Love Never Fails.
3: And we so appreciate that. So yeah. appreciate that. So what? Where did this passion come from? First uh, of all, the knowledge of the textiles and the, the fabric and that type of thing? Did you study it in school or how is that?
4: Yeah, I went to uh, fashion school about oh. four years ago. I graduated in 2012 from FITM in San Ooh, Francisco. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to (laughs) 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 Woohoo! Yeah, no, it was amazing. Um, I learned, I had been doing tie-dye before that in high school Mm -hmm. and like younger, and I just, I always loved it. And then when I learned about acid wash and taking Mm. out the color as opposed to putting it in, I I fell in love with that even more and have always been doing it. Um, And then in fashion school, I learned more about clothing and developing my own line. Mm. And um, I always wanted to have my own business and also my own fashion line. So after school, I just started pursuing it. and almost like two years later, no, three years later, because I started this in 2015. Okay. Um, I just, I was making scarves and these came out and I was like, these are great. Like maybe I can do this and sell this and, yeah. and, and, and um, make this happen. Okay. Um, so I just kind of jumped into it and
3: started doing it. Good for you. Yeah. That, that's what we like around here. People mm-hmm. who love to find it, take action do it you know take action and and make an impact and it says here in your bio that you aspire to empower others to pursue their passions you've definitely done that yes so what are some of those ways that you aspire others to do that
4: um i just i just see the passions in people like some a lot of some of my friends they uh they don't have, they, they say that they don't have a passion. They see that I'm very passionate about what I do and mm-hmm. I'm just going for it. And some of my friends, they say I don't have it, but I'm like, everyone has something that yes. they're meant to do. And whatever you, uh, I try to tell them, like whatever you're curious in, whatever, um, you know, you you feel like your most real self mm-hmm. doing,
3: mm-hmm.
4: pursue that. Like yes. just, you know, whatever makes you curious, pursue it. Uh. And so... Um, I just, I try to um, help them by Mm -hmm. just like doing my, my thing, your part, part, my part, Mm -hmm. and then also like helping them. Right. Oh, Uh, good. So anytime, anything they need, like support wise, or if they need help, like Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm right there with you. Oh, that's great. And at the shows, it's fun meeting also other people that are just as passionate about what they're doing as well. So that really like
3: lights a fire under me and I'm like, yeah, I can keep going. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, you said at the shows, we're going to talk about that in a minute, um, but it, it says here that you're also a graphic designer. I am, ah, yes. Ah, a great person to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is great. So that is um, where you are putting your skill set to good use as well. Yes. And then this all ties in. It all goes that. together. Yeah. 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 So
4: I was able, I designed my logo, um, and I do the yeah. marketing for my company as well. So that was it really helped to like combine both of my passions as well.
3: Yes. That's interesting. We were just talking about this in our, I don't know if you're aware, but we have a community store. Um, Our ladies from our home run the store. It's a a means of uh, uh, workforce development for them and empowerment for them. They, uh, they run the store, they, you know, wait on the customers and sell the products and that type thing. Mm -hmm. And they are looking for, you know, a product line of their own, something that they, they want to be involved with. They want to make, they want to. Wow. Yeah. Be involved with. So this is right down the alley of what we were just recently speaking of. I mean, just last week.
4: Wow. That's amazing. Because one of my big goals actually for revival is actually to empower other people, um, by providing them jobs by making this clothing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you've, found some partners in us that's for sure wow i i'm I pretty much i know that that will happen that um is so so timely you know it's interesting god always is yeah. so timely you very know? timely very <laughs> timely so um we're going to talk in a few minutes why why trafficking where did that come from but can you kind of give us a little start there
4: um I think it's always been something that just kind of like pulled at my heartstrings when okay. I heard about it. Okay. Um, How did you hear about it? Um, through school, through TV, okay. mm-hmm. like, you know, I had heard little bits and pieces about it. And okay. um, when I really started hearing about it was when I attended um, a church in Fremont and I met okay. Pastor Marty Martinez. Okay. Okay. Um, He really brought to light that this is a bigger problem Mm -hmm. in the Bay Area than Mm -hmm. everyone thinks that it is, Mm -hmm. Um, and that there's actually an organization out there going out there and saving victims. I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. I was like, I want to help any way I can. Um, and so this was about two years ago when I really heard, when, when I heard about you guys, that's really when I was like, wow, this is a bigger problem than everyone thinks it is. If there's like an organization out there actually doing this, like on the regular, like this is a big problem. Um, and so I just started doing more research and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try and help out any way I can. So
3: taking action. Yeah. There are many organizations out here helping because none of us can do it alone. Right. Right. We all need to work together and that's what we strive to do, to work together with our partners um, and in helping and making an impact in this. With this travesty in this travesty, we um, I like what you said about, um, you know, doing your part and you, empowering your friends to do what they can with whatever their passion, finding their passion and walking that out. You know, that is one of my, um, how do I put it? One of my, my sayings, you know, I play in the symphony for, that's my Uh self-care. That's, that's what I do to, for my, my me time. Uh But I use the analogy of how everyone in the symphony is important. Um, from the smallest instrument to the biggest, everyone has their, um, their time to play Mm -hmm. and, you need to be ready when it's time to play even if you've been waiting for 59 measures of counting to play your one note that you have in the whole symphony that one note is important right and um i that's what i hear you saying that you're trying to empower those around you and your friends and 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 family that um they have something to bring yeah. you know whatever that passion is We can always use it for the good of other people. Yes. And so that's great. Well, we're going to take a break right here, and we're going to come back for another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Them or Fails. And we just want to thank Zayla for being here with us today. Thank you. Thanks so much. (laughs) We'll be right back.
1: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
3: And welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And once again, we have Sayla Pina here in the studio with us, and she is from Revival Apparel Co. So I want to hear more about Revival Apparel Co. I love that name, Revival And you have apparel. So tell us, how did the name come about? Um, So Revival,
4: I'm honestly, it kind of came about like, it was honestly just like an epiphany. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I've been like the worst with coming up with names (laughs) for companies and stuff like that. And I'm I'm very picky. Okay. Um, So I, I just prayed about it. I sketched out a bunch of things and... One day I was sketching out and all of a sudden revival. I was like, mm. hmm, that's interesting. I always wanted it to be one word, very mm. straightforward and mm-hmm. bold. Wow. And revival, like, came to me. I looked it up. I'm like, this is perfect. mm mm-hmm. um, For everything that I want to do, it goes really well. Like wow. For giving back to helping um, anti-human and sex trafficking, you're bringing—I want to bring revival back to their lives. And, um With the clothing, I want people to feel inspired when they wear my clothing and to feel like they have a new life when Mm -hmm. they wear my clothing. And uh, with the fabric itself, it starts out black Mm. and I take out the color and it becomes more vibrant. So I'm bringing revival to the fabric itself. So it all, it all tied in so well together that I knew it was just like that. That's God telling me like, Hey, this is your name. Oh yeah. And I just went from there. And, um, actually the, the, the way I laid it out too is very symbolic and, um, how I use the sun. The sun is a new day dawning and, um, The symmetry of the logo itself is like the symmetry of a butterfly Mm -hmm. and butterflies. They also transform Mm -hmm. and revive. Yes.
3: So very colorful. Yes.
4: Yes. 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 So it all kind of really meshed really well. Um, So that's that's kind of where revival came from. I like that. I love
3: that. And I love the logo. Um, Thank you sorry for those of you who can't see yeah. it, but you will be seeing it here really soon. As a matter of fact, we will put it on our Facebook page. Can we do that this yeah, week?
2: Definitely. We
3: will put that on our Facebook page this week and you will be able to see that Revival Apparel Co. logo. So you can be looking for that and coming to purchase some of the things. You know, you say you said that um, you know your um, material or your fabric, is black, and you take the colors out. Yes, you know. I love that. I love black as a color. You know. And yes, you know. And it's a good color. And and look how you. I didn't realize that that that's what you were saying when you said that earlier. That you do that. I'm looking at what you have now, and really, I realize. Wow, that's amazing that you made that out Thank of you. what was a black piece of fabric. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Really, really cool. That's,
4: that's why I love it, because I'm like, this is awesome. Wow.
3: <laughs> it reminds me. I'm, I, I travel to Ghana about once a year, and um, a couple of times ago, I was there. I went on the rainforest tour, and the guide showed us um, the tree. He just picked up a stone and, and uh, marked the tree, mm-hmm. put a little hole in it, and the sap came out of it. And he put the sap on a leaf, and he said, when we come back down from the mountain, we're going to take a look at this leaf. And when we came back, the, because of the, the air and the sun and all that, the sap had begun to turn the colors that it was going to be, and that's the colors that they use to dye their fabrics.
2: Wow. And
3: you're talking about vibrant
2: Oh my goodness! Oh my God. I would to know love to that it that. comes
3: from sap in a tree—wow, that's you know, amazing. When the sap looked like the sap we get from our trees, you know, wow. just something you know very pale or or opaque, you know. But it oh, it was such a deep, dark, beautiful purple and red. Oh, wow. It was gorgeous. And so he has all these leaves on the ground where he's done that for his two groups, you know. Wow. But it was that's what this reminds me of, and how you know. God is so good, you know. He's yeah. so uh, creative, yeah. you know, and He is an artsy person. Yes, <laughs> you know, and and, and artsy—that's where art comes from. That is great. Yeah. So let's go back to human trafficking, and because um, I love what you said about revival, being able to revive victims and mm-hmm. those who say need revival. Mm-hmm. Um, your your fabric people wearing your fabrics and feeling revived. Yeah. That that's prophetic. That is, that's amazing. Um, So is there a connection other than say, studying it at school Mm -hmm. about trafficking? Is there a connection? Do you know someone or um, what, what's your connection there with trafficking?
4: Honestly, there's no, like first person okay. or second person connection. Okay, um, it was just something that,
3: that you know of
4: that yeah. I know of, and yeah. that really broke my heart when I heard about
3: it. Mm-hmm.
4: And you know, they tell you that you know if you're really passionate about something, you should pursue it and you should do something about it. Mm-hmm. I was learning about that at church this following weekend. Actually, they were okay. telling us, you know, to to you know act on your convictions. Yes. Um, so I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm on the right path. Like I'm doing the right thing. Um, so this is something that just like, it, 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 it just breaks my heart. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't, I don't think anyone should be, um, be forced to do something that they don't want to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: It's, it's not okay. Right. It's not okay. And me being super independent and mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to do this, yeah. you know, I, I couldn't imagine being in that place. Mm where I'd be victimized like that. Right. Just like my whole world would be shattered, right. you know? Um, and so I don't, I wouldn't want anyone else to feel that way. And so this is just like the ultimate form of just like taking your life, right? you know? Um, and, and somebody else running your life. Right. I mean, they don't get to pursue their passions. Yeah. They don't get to, you know, live the life that God wants for them. Right. Because somebody else took it away from them. Exactly. And so that's why that's, basically why i chose human trafficking
3: wow that's that's powerful that's beautiful and revival is taking the life back right bringing
4: it back to life um helping them live their life that god the way god meant it to be right
3: right wow scriptures are coming to mind do you is there a scripture that that leaps out at you that you use as a driving force? Uh,
4: for I came to give you life and to have life more abundantly. Mm, yes. Um, actually, on my tags, mm-hmm. um, what I put at the bottom, um, so, for example, a T-shirt. I'd so say, your T-shirt was meant to inspire freedom and new life. Every Revival Apparel purchase donates 10% to missions and sex trafficking, rescue, and rehabilitation.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Wear with strength and freedom. Oh. Powerful. So I want to empower yeah. the people that wear my clothes,
3: right? Right.
4: Even you know, even if it's just like a small thing, like a headband or something, right. anything. I just want them to feel um, empowered and beautiful right. and strengthened. Yes. Because clothing can do that. Oh yeah. Clothing, clothing can change your persona. Yes. You know, anytime you put it on, you can be a different person. Yes, you, know? you can. And it can inspire you to do more things.
3: Yes. Support. So. For sure, for sure. And it's great that you're encouraging them to be empowered to do that. So that is that is great. I love this. This is so great. So tell me, um, we have a couple of seconds left in this a couple of minutes left in this segment. Um, Tell me what are some of your you said you have um, kimonos. Yes. And. Infinity Scarves. Yes. What other? You just mentioned headbands. What other yeah, are some I of the products?
4: I have headbands. I have um, throw pillows. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. I also make T-shirts, too, um, for men and women. Okay. So that's where I'm able to branch into more of the men's apparel. Okay. okay. Um, and then I also have uh, tapestries or more bigger wrap scarves that you can wear as sarongs or shawls. And I also do um, custom customized products as well so if someone wants likes my fabric and they're like hey can you make uh, a pillowcase or uh, a sheet cover Mm -hmm. or actually I just got recently um, a duvet cover.
3: Wow. I'll
4: do that for them. Um, So it's really like it's just the sky's the limit. Yeah. And eventually I do want to go into more apparel. Okay. But right now I also work full time and I do this on the yes, side. Yeah. So.
3: We understand yeah. that quite well. Yeah. We understand that quite well.
4: So that's the bigger goal is to have an actual line of right. apparel and shirts
3: and dresses and oh, everything. Oh, that's great. So,
4: yeah. Oh, yes. I'm getting excited over here. <laughs>
3: oh, I see. I see fashion. And for those people who really know me well, they know that that doesn't typically That doesn't typically excite me that much, but I I like this. This type of thing excites me a lot. Thank you. Excites me a lot. So when we come back, we're going to talk about, I bet our listening audience is wondering, I want this. Where do I find it? We're going to talk about that and we're going to hook you guys up. So stay tuned and we'll be right back for another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails.
1: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
3: Welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And Cela Pina from Revival Apparel Co., has been telling us all about her beautiful products and her company, Revival. And um, we've been talking about Revival. Um, So we promised the audience that we would let them know where they could find some of your products. Do you have products online now? I do. Yes.
4: Um, You can find it on my website. It's revivalapparelco.com. And I have... I have pretty much everything up there. I'm still working on getting a few more items up there. Um, And I also do pop-up shops um, throughout the Bay Area, mostly San Jose area, uh, because that's where I'm based out of. Um, So you San Jose types, you heard it here. Yes. She's from... The South Bay. Yes, I am.
3: (laughs) Great. Continue. Yeah.
4: And so uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Revival Apparel Co. That's where I post most of my updated um, information. So if you want to find me somewhere, I'll post it up on my Instagram.
3: Great. You know what? I just felt this dire need to uh, give a challenge to our listening audience. And that challenge is... um, we need five people to contact either um, Selah at Revival Apparel Co. Or Love Never Fails at com or on our Facebook page. It would probably be easier. Abolition Radio on Facebook. And let us know that you would like uh, to do a pop-up show. And um, we will... Make sure that you get one of Sean Beretta's beautiful um, uh, paintings that she has done for us. And as a a thank you for having a pop-up show with um, Revival Apparel Company and Cela Pena. So the first five, only five, the first five who contact uh, Revival Apparel Co. or... Abolition Radio on Facebook, we will make sure that you get one of those prints and they are beautiful prints. They are all about, um, revival and, um, freedom there. We call them freedom prints. Oh, cool. And, um, one is a beautiful one of a, of a Bible and turn to the verse, um, Isaiah 40, 31. And, um, so you heard it here. All right. For the first five, so we're going to be looking at our our posts,
4: yeah, I'll keep and my pages, <laughs> yep,
3: and we will we will count them. So we will we will label them so that we'll we'll know that we'll get the first five. But let's talk a little bit about revival.
2: Right. You know,
3: we've talked a little bit how you came upon that name, um, but let's talk some more about that. You know, because revival is a real uh, biblical name. Yeah. And I don't know if biblical is the right word. Um, well,
4: people come up to me and they're like, are you Christian?
3: Because mm.
4: revival, that sounds like a Christian word.
3: Yeah, it's a Christian word. Uh-huh. There we go. And
4: I'm like, yes, yeah. <laughs>
3: cool, 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 cool. And you were talking um, off um, offline a little bit about Nehemiah and yes. how um, the revival reminds you of Nehemiah. Tell me more about that.
4: Yeah, so the story of Nehemiah is... Um, how he rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem um, and how he heard about it really was from uh, these, uh, I believe it was his brother or um, these people that had con- gone out to Jerusalem to bring word back about how it was doing. And when they came back, they told him that the walls had been crumbled, they are crumbled like at the, the, the walls are in ruins and all that stuff. And it broke Nehemiah's heart. <laughs> um, and he just, it, it was just such a burden to him. And he just cried for days about this. And he asked God, like, why, like, why would this happen? And all this stuff. But what, what, it, it was something that had happened 150 years prior. Right. Like it was just, that was just the norm. This is how ha- this has happened. And that's how it is. But Nehemiah was just so heartbroken about it. And he wanted to do something about it, even though it had been, you know, a long time, a time long ago. time ago, everyone's right. like, whatever it happened before, like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Like it's, we're over it, right? right. Uh, but Nehemiah, he he wasn't. He was like he had heard about it. It was just as if it had just happened. Mm. And so what he ended up doing is, you know, you know, acting on it, acting mm-hmm. on his on um, how he felt, mm-hmm. and going into rebuild, going to rebuild
3: the walls.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And that's what he did. That's what he did. He went to go rebuild the walls.
2: Wow.
4: Um, so I. It, it goes along with how I came across human trafficking. I mean, I don't have a first-person uh, reference experience, or yeah. experience mm-hmm. or I don't know anyone, but it's something that I heard about, and yeah, mm-hmm. I just felt very passionate about it and wanted to do
3: something to help. Wow, and look at you. You're, you're going rebuilding lives. You yeah, know, like, like,
4: as much as I can. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. you're helping. You are helping to rebuild lives by doing what you do, and we're so appreciative of that Um Because like I said earlier, no one organization can, can be in this fight alone. Um, It takes all of us and you're doing your part. I think that's what we were saying earlier, everybody doing their part and you have found what's in your hand to take what's in your hand. You found what's in your hand and you are taking action with that. And that's what's important. Yeah. Um, You know, and look at Nehemiah, you know, he, he's the, called the weeping prophet, right?
4: Right, you're right. Um, yeah.
3: You know, his, his heart was broken, mm-hmm. but he acted on it
2: mm-hmm.
3: and rebuilt the walls mm-hmm. and, um, you're rebuilding lives. And that, that is really important. We just recently, speaking of rebuilding lives, um, just recently had another graduating class from, um, our second phase I am house and, will be opening a new phase, um, soon Mm -hmm. in another County. And, um, she, one of the girls is going to be in that new phase as, um, the, the house manager there in the new phase with her child. And, you know, it's just a beautiful story. You know, she's gone through all the phases, you know, So far. And um, she's doing quite well. As a matter of fact, she was one of the managers of um, she was the manager of uh, the our store double portion. Uh And um, so she's just working it. You know, she's doing she is being restored and revived to do those things to maintain to sustain a life, you know, out of trafficking. Wow. You know, and she's doing quite well. So we're really, really proud of her.
4: That's awesome. Yeah.
3: And, but that's an example of that. Yeah, rebuilding. Of rebuilding rebuilding and, and reviving from the ruins. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: And um, in her case, um, because she has a child, she's saving two lives, you know. Yeah. Hers as well as her child's. So it's, it's so, so very important. And I hope That's the message that we're getting across to our listening audience today that, um, many of you, you know, we get many calls, you know, I don't know what I have that, what I can do, how I can help. What is it that you do? You know, what is it? What is your passion?
4: Yeah.
3: Um, what is it that you already do? Do that to help, Yeah. you know, do that to find a way help maybe you are a filer you know uh, or data entry person we need those people you know maybe um you're disabled and maybe can't stand a lot and can only sit behind a table we need those people Mm -hmm. you know at tabling events to help us out there and do that so we can always find a way way. yes we can always find some place to put you and that's um, the beauty of being a volunteer-led organization as well. Um, so, and I know that we are looking for um, quite a few people to help us. You know, um, in various areas. So, um, send us those messages as well. The ones that we do get, we do get them, and but continue to send them, and and inquire because we do need your help in one way. Um, we need your help, is like Selah has taken upon herself to do. Um, we need your finances to to keep going, to keep this radio program going, to keep our all of our other programs going. We really um, could use your help. So whatever it is that you do, um, we would appreciate that. Yeah, we definitely appreciate that. So we'll be right back for another segment of Abolition Radio. Thank you for tuning in today and listening. We'll be right back.
1: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
3: Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And we've been having a great old conversation with Sayla Pina from Revival of Peril Co. And Selah, tell me about, it says here that your, your items have a bohemian flair. Tell yeah. me about that. Uh, yeah,
4: so it, it's, a mixture of like my personal style and, hmm. you know, uh, the aspect of being free and, um, expressing yourself. Okay. And so this can, my clothing has kind of like a bohemian, like hippie kind of look, oh, but, okay. um, it's, uh, I feel like it's, it's more accessible to people because typically you see tie dye and it's like the bright colors yes. and not everyone wants to wear that or can wear that. Right. Um, and so, with mine since it's more of a neutral tone it's it's more accessible to people and people are a little bit more drawn to it Mm. it's not so like out there um but the the bohemian um (laughs) look is just something that i've always it it's been part of my personal style and when (laughs) i created a, a brand i wanted it to reflect something that i a little bit of me too and something that you'd like, at least. yeah. And something <laughs> that I'd like too. I mean, because that's yes. the only way I'm good at things too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually like
3: it. <laughs> yes. So, are most of your um, hues like earth tones? They're
4: more, yeah, earth okay. tones. And then I plan on keeping that too. If I expand, when I expand to other colors
3: as well, and keep it earthy. Yeah, I like when you said when, not if, but when. when. Yes, <laughs> yes. I like that. I like that. So, where we do you have a? Uh, uh, how do I put it? You I know you said you do pop up shows and you're yes. online. Yes. Do you have a store or a storefront or
4: I don't have a storefront. Okay. Um I am looking into getting into like consignment shops mm. um, uh, yes. around the in, in the local area. Okay. Um I've been in one okay just to kind of try it out. Um uh, but right now I do have a pop up shop um in downtown San Jose ah. at an up and coming restaurant.
3: Ooh. Um called
4: Forager. Um, And it's off of South First Street. Okay. Um, So every Friday and Saturday night, I'm there from 7 to 10 p.m. along Ah. with other musicians and other crafters, too. Oh,
2: that's great. So it's it's a
4: cool event. Um, And the people that run the place are really awesome. They're looking also to revive the community. Oh, great. um, By supporting local restaurants um,
3: and uh, craft beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Tell us that restaurant again and address again.
4: So it's Forager in downtown San Jose okay. at four twenty South First Street. Okay. Wow. So and you, every Friday and Saturday? Every Friday and Saturday until um I believe the eighth. Okay. The eighth of October. When, okay. And that's when they're starting construction. So for one more
3: week. Yes. One more week you will um be there. That's great. Okay. So wow, that's great. Yeah. Wow.
4: I'll also be another? at Santana Row next weekend.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that those dates in our next segment, but that is fantastic that you're, you know, someplace where people can physically see.
4: You yeah. Know, yeah, that helps your, a lot.
3: Yes, your products and things of that nature. Any um how do I put it? Any ideas or any possibilities of jewelry?
4: Jewelry. I'm not a jewelry designer? Okay. okay. Uh, Just thought I, I'd throw it out yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, the closest I've come to, like, an accessory is mm-hmm. headbands. Okay. Um, yeah. I've thought about it. I've definitely thought about it because I do have – I want to try and use all the fabric that I have. I right. don't want to try and – I don't want to waste anything. Right, right. Um, so, I have a lot of scraps that okay. I've been yeah. messing with and trying to see if I can make anything else with mm-hmm. it. And I also – I want to incorporate leather eventually, so Mm. that that could be a possibility for some jewelry. Yeah, Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, it's an idea. Okay. But and
3: what about your fabric? fabric. Is it local, or where does your fabric? Yeah,
4: I actually buy it from a local local um, fabric store here. Okay, great, yeah, great, great, great.
3: Want to hear more about that and that type thing? I'm really a stickler for that of where. Fabrics and that type thing come from, and yeah. yes, and the supply chain. Yes, of, of fair that. trade. So yeah. So are you are you into fair trade? And- I
4: am into fair trade, Yay. and I've been trying to track down where my fabric is okay. actually made, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm still working on the on it with the vendors.
3: Great,
2: <laughs> um, great, great, great.
4: But once I track that down, um I'll be able to
2: decide I'm, whether
3: or not to switch, or yes, you know, yep. go somewhere I else. I knew you were my type of girl. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Great, great, great. So um, let's remind people, once again, the last segment, we talked about the first five listeners who um, leave us a message that they want to have a pop-up show to let us know. And you can uh, let Selah know at... Revival Apparel Co. At www.revivalapparelco.
4: You could probably contact me via Instagram or info at revivalapparelco.com. Perfect.
3: Perfect. To let her know, or you can go to our Facebook page at Abolition Radio and let us know that you would like to take your first step of action and um, sponsor or a uh, pop-up show where 10% of those proceeds will go back to uh, Love Never Fails to help Uh, victims and services of victims for victims of human trafficking. That would be great. We really, really appreciate that for those who like, um, Sayla was mentioning who, you know, just can't quite find what it is that they want to do or can do. That's really simple. Just how would someone do that? How, what does it take to have a pop-up show?
4: Um, Really just kind of researching your area, mm-hmm. seeing what the local markets are, maybe farmer's markets. That's mm. a really easy place to start. Um, mm. They usually have a, someone that you can contact and you email them asking them, I'd like to have a vendor booth. That's okay. what they call it, a vendor booth. And okay. you can, you can, you purchase them. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find some free events depending on the venue or the area, mm-hmm. um, but basically just contact them, ask for a vendor booth and show them your stuff and if they like your stuff, they'll let you in. And then
3: what about for people who want you to come to do a pop-up show for them?
4: Ah, yes. Just gotta let me know the date and and you gotta let me know.
3: And do they do it at their home or at their church or,
4: uh, typically I'll, I've only done like more public events. Okay. Um, so like at a church would be great if you guys have like some sort of big event and you need vendors there. Okay. Um, I'd be more than happy.
3: Okay, yeah. But you might think about, you know, uh, uh, say, someone in their, commu- in a community, might open their home to their neighbors and have you come in and do a pop-up like show. a trunk show. Yeah, yeah. a trunk yeah. show. Yeah, I'd definitely. That's what I was thinking when you said pop-up show. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, great, 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 great. I'd be open for that. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. There's another idea. Enough time. <laughs> yes. Another idea for for those of you who are looking for something to call in to do to do something like that. That would be great. Wow. Yeah. New idea. New idea. There you go. Yes. <laughs> so where do you have um do you have any coming up here pretty soon? I do. Okay. Yeah. So get those um dates all in your mind. All right. And we're gonna come back here shortly and talk about um some dates that we have coming up for some events, and you can give us yours, and we'll go over again where people can um, find you online at your online store, yes. as well as um, through the web, and we'll be right back to do that, and we just thank everyone so much for listening to Abolition Radio and keeping us here on the air, uh, we just really thank you, you from the bottom of our hearts, mm-hmm. and we'll be right back with another segment of abolition radio the broadcast outreach of love never fails
1: we'll be back with more abolition radio right after these messages from our sponsors welcome back to abolition radio where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking
3: Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We have enjoyed um, being here today with Selah, and I know I say Selah, Sayla <laughs> Pina, from Revival Apparel Co. And we've enjoyed getting to know you and, and uh, hearing all about the great things that you're doing there and helping the lives of those who are finding their own life back yeah. again and and being revived and empowered. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. So do you have some um, events that you have coming up so people can know where to find you?
4: Yeah, I do actually right now um until 6 p.m. I'm at Santana Row. Okay. Um for the Makers Market and so I'll have a booth there so you can come out and see all the stuff um that I carry in person. And where in Santana Row? Um it's uh the field right in front of uh-huh. Starbucks. Yes. Um I yeah, I believe it's going to be right there. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll be there.
3: Where that stage is? Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. Um right, right,
4: right. and I'll be there until 6. Okay. Um, and then coming up this next weekend, October 7th through eight, and 8th, I'll be there at Forager um, at in downtown San Jose, 420 South 1st Street. I'll be great. there um, from 7 to 10 p.m.
3: Great. Great. That sounds great. Yeah. And tell people again how they can find your store online. Uh, you can go to
4: www.revivalapparelco.com and uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at revival apparel co.
3: Great, great. Thank you so so much. And please support her in the work that she's doing and believe me, you will love her things. They what her little samples that she's brought here today. I'm loving them. <laughs> Thank you so so much. Well, as usual, Love Never Fails has quite a few or I should say, a few um, events coming up as well. Um, we're so excited that we've opened a new home, new I am house today in Sacramento County. And yay, hats off to all those to who have um, helped make that happen. We're so, so grateful. On October 15th um, will be our regular monthly outreach, and this month will be San Francisco. And also on that day in San Francisco at Fort Mason, we'll be participating in the Worldwide Women's and Girls Festival. And um, they're expecting about 5,000 girls to come on out and be empowered. Speaking of empowerment, be empowered and um, to learn more things how that really empower girls. How do I put that? And um, we will be doing a workshop there at four o'clock on that day. So come on out. We will also have a table. We'll be there all day and along with so many others. So please come on out and support. And um, for those of you a few months back may have remembered our segment with um, Danielle Renee Ministries. Well, Danielle is, and you got to hear a a little snippet of one of her um, upcoming songs on a new project. That project is being released today, and so if you're in the South Sacramento area, she will be at South Sacramento Christian Center tonight at 7, and that is 7710 Stockton Boulevard. So come on out for that um, release concert, and if you're here in the Bay Area, she'll be at Faith Fellowship at 577 Manor Boulevard on Wednesday night at 7, and that's 577 Manor Boulevard, Faith Fellowship Church in San Leandro. Also uh, on the 14th will be the South Bays release on um, on October 14th at Bible Way Christian Center at 7 p.m. And that's at 2090 Oakland Road, San Jose. And um, come on out. You will be blessed to get to hear Danielle Renee on her worshiper tour the crazy worshiper and um, she is a hometown girl who's come back home to release her, her new product. So um, we want to support and thank you all so much in advance for supporting and you can go online and get that project for those um, who may not know. We have a one in a million project going right now. We're asking everyone to become a one in a million supporter of Love Never Fails. And that $1 a month will help us fight human trafficking. And it's $1 a month. With that $1 a month, we can house, we can restore thousands of survivors and their children and educate hundreds and thousands, hundreds of thousands of other community members as well on how to prevent human trafficking all we ask, all we are asking is for $1 a month. So go to our website and hit donate, and you can do that. It's on PayPal. Or if you don't have a PayPal account, you can go to our website to donate it, and it will direct you to our Razu site, and it will take the $12 for the year. So we need your support in that That. We believe that you, that we all are the way to help solve human trafficking here in the Bay Area and in our own backyard, as well as in the world around us. We thank you for listening today. We ask that you, for your continued support, don't forget five people who, the first five people who tell us via via our Facebook page, Abolition Radio, or uh, Selah piñas page that they want to have a pop-up show you will get a special freedom print from us and we just thank you for being here today and joining us and if you have not heard yet today please know that you are loved
1: thanks for joining us this week on abolition radio we trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at AbolitionRadio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. And click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. Our audio engineer is Jarrell Martin, and this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, Thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set Captives Free.
2: You're in the neighborhoods we are in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still sleep our eyes.